0: Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content.
1: For now, let's get straight into the episode. Don't go out and buy the treadmill. Don't go out and do anything big yet. Let's get started first.
0: You're listening to Beyond the Rut, a podcast about inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Here are your hosts, Sean Albright and Brandon Cunningham.
2: All right, we are back with another thrilling episode of Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Albright, blog at seanalbright.com, and the other... The other idiot is uh, Brandon Cunningham, and not really sure what he does
1: i 'm just the other idiot
2: <laughs> he 's just the other idiot so today we 're going to be talking about health and specifically how how we all get tired of being tired and how to really take care of our physical well being. Um, So we're not really necessarily trying to give medical advice, obviously. Let's put a a disclaimer in there right now that if you do anything we say and you die, you probably should have not listened to us (laughs) and and sought out sought out advice from a uh, health professional because we are not so yeah that's that's the disclaimer and probably probably would help to give you guys a little a visual of of the health status of of brandon and i and uh if you were to see brandon he if you remember the movie teen wolf and the dad when he turns into the wolf if he had a baby with maybe beetlejuice Okay, so Brandon is on Skype video with me right now and watching his face to that um description I'm
1: trying to picture that that it's a very specific analogy there,
2: okay by the way, none of those neither one of those is true. It's just what came to me, and I thought it was pretty funny, so we're gonna skip that portion <laughs>
1: and uh we're gonna jump. <laughs> The most important member of this team is Jerry Dugan from TheRealJerryDugan.com. dot com. He is the master editor.
2: Uh, we are just the idiots that, uh, for some reason, got the microphone. So, okay. So, obviously, health is a a huge thing, and this is a topic that I feel more hypocritical than probably any other topic we could discuss because I've had. Years of really good health and really decent physical fitness um, those are not recent years those are those are <laughs> middle, middle school
1: uh... man that was a great time
2: <laughs> no i was I was a little soft. I wore the uh, husky jeans from Walmart in middle <laughs> school so <laughs> i I would appreciate it if you didn't talk about those years ever again <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's been a few years, and so the things we 're going to talk about. We all know that they're important, but I think we need reminders pretty regularly, and there's no shortage of of health fads out there, and in fact, that's kind of where I got at some point where I was like, what's the point? I can never do all of the things that I'm reading about or or hearing on talk shows or TV, things like that. So I kind of got to the point where I wasn't even sure what mattered. And rather than just doing common sense things, I just gave up. So physical fitness, physical health, mental health, all of those things, they impact everything else that we do. You know, if you're a parent, it impacts how you interact with your children at your job. It impacts, you know, how engaged you are. Uh, Even your, your spirituality or your religion, I think, is affected by your physical fitness because the, the worse off you are, the the less, I guess, less energy you have to put into the things in life that you really want. So I think that's why we're going to talk about this. Uh, anything you want to throw in there?
1: I think you're right. Our goal with this podcast in general was to just teach people a way, show people a way that they can get beyond their current situation and break through to that next level. Neither one of us are going to win the CrossFit Games. We've never pretended like we were. <laughs> Uh, We didn't almost get into med school, we didn't almost do any of that stuff, but there's a very clear record of doing the right things and feeling good physically, therefore you can think, you can plan, you are goal driven you are optimistic if you eat bad, live bad, and are in poor health. All of those things are just the opposite. You're more pessimistic. You're not as driven. You're not goal-driven. And you're not going to change. You're going to get, like you said uh, the other day, just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that... That's where you have to get in order to change your lifestyle. I
2: don't think we're going to say anything that's going to benefit the guys that are your CrossFit um, weekend warrior kind of guys. We're, we're talking to pretty much the guys that are us that um, – we have a gym membership, and we're gung-ho for about three days, and then that trails off. We, we eat really healthy for a couple of weeks, and the next thing you know, we're back at the Chinese buffet three times a week. Um, you know, it's it's the guys that give it a go and constantly fail, and the ones that also feel bad all the time physically. They just can't seem to have enough energy, so I think those are the guys that are really talking about the guys that truly are stuck in a rut. So hopefully we'll say something that will motivate or inspire to at least take another step and kind of get back on the on the wagon of trying to make this happen again.
1: And I think that's really important. If you've failed a number of times, you get down on yourself. Every time I try to get healthier, every time I buy a treadmill or I I spend this money or time and I don't accomplish anything. And so that's really what we want to speak to is the ones that have just been beat down every time. So don't go out and buy the treadmill. Don't go out and do anything big yet. Let's get started first, and then we can talk about how you can maybe take it to that next level. I love CrossFit. I think it's good. I like TRX training and kettlebell training and weights and all that, and that's all good. But if you've tried it and failed, don't jump back into it yet. Let's do a few things smart so you can get down the road a little bit, get a few easy wins. Right. Yeah. And it's just about making a few small adjustments
2: that don't take a tremendous amount of effort or will. We're talking things that Pretty much anybody can do and just about any, any uh, degree of health, I should say, can do these things. So let's go ahead and jump into them. And um, what do you got, Brandon? We, we both kind of made a little list of a few things that we think are important. And uh, pre-show, we went through these, and we had a couple that, that overlapped. So um, obviously, those are golden. Yeah. And
1: uh, <laughs> I think the first one we had that was just it, it, it applies to everyone is water. You have to drink more water. And it doesn't mean you can't ever have tea. It doesn't mean you can't ever have an alcoholic beverage of some kind that you like or even, you know, coffee or something like that. But a majority of what you drink needs to be water and you need more of it. Chances are unless you're drinking somewhere near a gallon a day, you're not getting enough water a day.
2: And, and what is the, the thing that I've been seeing quite a bit lately on Facebook specifically where it says – um Half of your weight, what is that? Half of your weight in kilograms, you should be drinking ounces a certain amount of ounces. Yeah. So obviously I just screwed that up and that is not uh, not good stuff. So what we're going to do, I'm going to look up that uh, chart and we will have that in the show notes because it, it does make sense when you're looking at water. The The old rule was eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day. Well, that's better than what I do right now. So that should be my first goal. But
1: realistically, um, I was going to figure out the formula. Just drink eight. Drink, you know, if you get water bottles drink eight water bottles if you drink uh, glasses or cups or you know whatever drink try to drink water as your primary source and then if you want a beer or coffee or something else then fine but rather than figure out the formula just drink more water okay i like that
2: because that requires me no extra work (laughs) zero math (laughs) Zero math and zero extra responsibility. So we will strike that from the record. I will not be putting that in show notes.
1: <laughs> I think the key is don't make it so difficult. You know, you don't have yeah. to think about it. You sit down at a restaurant and here's a great motivation. Generally, tea or soda at a restaurant costs you about $1.50 to fifty to two fifty. So just get water. And every time that I have go to a restaurant, it's been free. So if you get an $8 entree and water, guess what? Your bill's 8 bucks. You don't have to pay an extra couple of bucks just because of the soda you drink. See, guys, that's
2: why Brandon does the math uh, for this for this group. <laughs> No, and you're totally right. I mean, and we've started making that switch not out of health, but out of financial reasons. That you, know, you go out to a restaurant and take two kids with you, and you got you got four people. And come on, uh, Mister Mathman, four times two fifty that comes out to roughly ten dollars.
1: <laughs> and, and we had it even worse because with five kids, there were seven of us going out. So that's another entree, easy another meal. Yeah. It's like taking another adult, but it's just drinks. Right. Yeah, that's true.
2: So, okay, so what I'm going to say about that with the water is that's probably the number one thing that in my past when I was doing healthy things, that was the easiest change for me to make. I thought it would be really hard because I I basically drink coffee up until noon. I drink tea after that, and then I usually have a Coke or a Mountain Dew or something at some point during the day, and no water. No, no water whatsoever. So um, when I was going to see a chiropractor – few years back, he was telling me that how do you expect to have good back health and and your low back not hurt you when you're pretty much chronically dehydrated? I'd never really thought about chronic dehydration. And he's like, one of the number one uh, symptom, not symptoms, but whenever you get thirsty, a lot of times that gets misinterpreted and you think you're hungry. And then you go and eat more rather than drinking. And there's all kinds of negative consequences with that. So when I really started focusing on just make sure I'm more hydrated, my, my back felt better. I was more clear. My skin was better, which I don't really care about my skin, but it was better. It it made so much difference. And it's one of those things where I, I told myself that is, that is such good stuff. And it has made such a difference in less than probably two weeks, less than one week, that I thought, I am never going back on that. And, uh, you know, here I am again. So,
1: water, good reminder. Water, that is Water, 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 water. And like oh. you said, it will also, uh, like drinking a eight-ounce glass of water before you eat will make you eat less. Because most of the time, you equate thirst with hunger, and it's just not the same. Plus, whatever you eat makes you even more dehydrated because you're drinking Mountain Dew or coffee or something like that with it. So drink more water. And once you work out or you do something strenuous, don't drink Gatorade. Drink water. It's so much better for you. Don't look at the athletes because they're living a different lifestyle. That's why they can drink the Gatorade and stuff like that. Right. Well, like you with the coffee and the teas and things like that, those are those are
2: natural diuretics, which is going to make you go to the bathroom more. So I used to use the old uh, excuse. Coffee is ninety nine percent water. There's just a little bit of coffee in there. That is true. However, that does not equate to a cup of water because you're going to pee out as pretty much as much as you put in at that point. So if anybody out there has that same stupid logic, uh you're wrong i'm wrong so move on all right anything else on water nope i think that that makes a good point okay so the first one on my list was going to be sleep and again this is something that i i will do well in certain seasons but um you know that whole 7 or 8 hours of sleep. I know that there's always people out there to say, "Well, I do just fine on 4 to 5 hours of sleep." Chances are, um you probably do okay, and you can probably do okay for a while. And uh but the, the the fact is your your body needs a certain amount of sleep. Just because you can get by and you feel like you're functioning well on those those 4 to 5 hours, what would it do to you? If you were to sleep seven or eight hours and you did it consistently, the people that are under that camp that say, oh, I can't do it. Most of them probably have tried it one or two days and it didn't work out. And they said, it's not for me. I need only four to five hours of sleep. But um, in my, my experience, if I don't go to bed roughly 10 o'clock or so, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely off the next day.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into Capshow and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms go to beyondtherut.com the slash cap show that's c-a-p-s-h-o and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself now back
1: to the show and i think it falls along with number one is you know if you drink more water than you do sodas or coffee or caffeinated drinks and you're not dehydrated you can sleep better than you uh than you can if you're on those kind of things. And I had a personal trainer at one time that told me he would rather me smoke cigarettes than not sleep. That's how important sleep is to your heart because your heart regenerates itself at night while you're sleeping. So it's really important that you sleep. And, and, you know, quick disclaimer, I'm a little hypocritical there. I don't sleep the way I should. I go through periods where I can sleep really good, but if you're not sleeping reach out to your doctor and talk to him about that. There are mm-hmm. medications for it. I'm not a big medication fan, but if it's a some some sort of medication that can help you get started on a good healthy sleep pattern, then go for it. But talk to your yep. doctor about something like that. Okay,
2: so just so I heard you correctly, you as we're going through our numbered list here, you said number two goes with number one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I just wanted to point those that of out. Well,
2: not in middle school.
1: That's number two. Comes uh, number
2: one. <laughs> we we end up in eighth grade potty humor about ninety nine percent of our text conversations. So I just wanted you guys to have a little taste of that. So and okay, if you so go in middle school. Don't go to high school. Stay there. It's way more fun. <laughs> it is way more fun. <laughs> so okay, so on the sleep thing, a couple of things that that I think we should mention is you know we're talking about drinking a lot of water don't drink a liter of water right before bed. I know there's a lot of studies out there that say to drink one glass before bed because it's actually, uh, there's some studies that show that that can prevent um, heart attacks at night, things like that. So I'm not saying that there's not decent reason to drink some water, but if you're like me and you don't drink uh, much water at all, and then all of a sudden you jump into drinking Two gallons a day, and you drink two liters right before bed. Guess what? Your sleep is not going to be real good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're you're going to be up a lot. A really good good travel tip too is if you have to travel somewhere, and if you're like me, you don't sleep well in a new hotel, and so you, but you absolutely have to be somewhere at eight o'clock in the morning. Drink a couple of glasses of water before you go to bed. You're guaranteed to wake up about four thirty, five o'clock, and have plenty of time to get to your appointment. <laughs> That's that's uh, pretty good, actually. I, I, I learned that camping. That was the big thing. <laughs> if you're camping and you want to be sure you wake up on time and you don't have an alarm clock, drink a lot of water before you go to sleep. Unless you're my five-year-old son, who's now six, and he'll just... He'll just let it go. You know, hey, if you're free like that, go for it. The other so, thing is, too, and I think you do this really well. I don't do as well a job with this, but uh, you don't need anything else in your bedroom. You shouldn't have a TV and lights and other th- electronics that keep you up at night, even if they're just glowing. Turn them off. Put them upside down. Put them in the bathroom. Put them somewhere where you can't see them.
2: Right. And, and for the record, I have no idea why Brandon knows that about me, but... <laughs> I'm a little creeped out now. I like <laughs> no. to stalk the people I hang out with. But he's right. We've talked about that. I don't have a TV in our bedroom. I don't sit in my bed or lay in my bed and read books before. I think that really messes with your body. When when I lay down, my body knows, hey, you're you're either about to get busy or you're going to sleep. And you're eight nights out of seven...
1: nothing happening in his bed at <laughs> night.
2: Yeah, eight, eight nights out of seven, I'm just going to sleep, so... <laughs> But, yeah, just don't get in, getting into the habit of getting in bed and reading for 30 minutes or 45 minutes, I think, is a good uh, recipe for delaying sleep. So I would, I would definitely uh, go against that. So uh, that's a couple of things on sleep. Um, what else did you have on the list?
1: Um, my third thing was get sunlight. Get vitamin D. I don't, I don't take vitamins. I'm not big on that kind of thing. Uh, but just be outside for for me it's you know i'm i'm not going to go outside and run 20 miles i'm not going to you know go dig a hole to china or anything but just be outside doing something mowing mm-hmm. the yard or trimming some hedges or you know yesterday uh, my wife and i took the uh, dogs to the beach and and hung out and kind of played in the water a little bit but just be outside and get some sunlight for about an hour or two a day you know, vitamin D is, is very important. Use sunscreen, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But just be outside. And if you work in a building, maybe just walk outside and walk around the building once before yeah. you go back to lunch or whatever.
2: Yeah. Well, I can totally speak to that because when the, the one year that I lived in Colorado, um, man, getting through the winter, that I think that was really a big deal. And it actually led to a little bit of, you know, you hear cabin fever, but um, the, the suicide rates and the depression rates up in the northeast uh, or even, I guess, anywhere north, um, northeast, northwest, go up pretty significantly in the winter. And it's because people are stuck inside most of the day, and they're not getting any sunlight, they're not getting any fresh air, and I experienced that as well, there was really nothing happening in my life differently, but I noticed about February, I was just in the dumps all the time, and I started listening to, I believe it was Michael Hyatt, he talks a lot about a, um, it's like a lamp, and I'm, I'm sure there are different prices, but it's a, it's a lamp that basically helps you get some some form of light so I can't really speak to that I just know that there's things out there to help for people that literally can't get out into the sun much Um, and and I'll piggyback off the sunlight thing with uh, walking I think that would be a big thing I think we've gotten so accustomed to thinking that the only way to be healthy the only way to lose weight the only way to you know have a perfect body if that's what you want and all of that is to go through these crazy workout routines like crossfit or running marathons or things like that you can get just as much health benefit from walking as you can from most of those things cardio is not the only way to start feeling better physically you don't have to go out and run three miles every day get out and walk for 30 minutes 20 to 30 minutes probably four days a week and i guarantee you you're going to notice a difference
1: i agree and i think Like you said, we don't need to go practice for the Boston Marathon or something like that. It may be just instead of parking, like at work, I have a parking spot up front because, you know, I'm super important. But uh, we just have a lot of parking spots up front. (laughs) Trust me, it's not because I'm important. But I can park in the very back of the parking lot. There's no rule that says I can't. So park away from the door. You go to, you know, Starbucks or Target or wherever it is you go, park a little bit further back. When you go right. to church or even, you know, when you get home, park and then walk to the mailbox. You know, it, right. it's easy to get just a few more steps. And I know the general rule is to get about 10,000 steps. If you have an iPhone, it will track your steps. There's apps for that. My Fitness Pal is really good. Jerry Dugan actually wrote a, a e-book about that. but. It's easy to track your steps, and that's great, but don't get focused on the numbers. You know, we like to keep it simple, no math. Just take a few <laughs> more steps. Take the stairs, park a little further away, you know, walk a little bit more than you normally do. Right, take the dog for a
2: walk, you know, walk to the park instead of driving to the park, if that's uh, something that you can do. So, yeah, walking, it's a it's a big deal. It helps, the it strengthens your knees a little bit. It um it's an excuse to be out in the sunlight and it does get your heart going it gets your blood pumping. And if you, if you do have kind of a little rabbit hole and for time's sake, we're not going to go down this too much, but if you have a meeting at work or something that's really important that you really need to be focused Or if you're about to work on a big project, I would recommend doing just about all of these things. Try to stay really hydrated right before. Try to get a decent night's sleep if you can before. Go for a walk or do something. Close the office door and do some push ups. Do some form of of exercise that's going to get your blood pumping. Um, I think those are all you can have immediate benefits from.
1: Right. Even just walk down the hallway. You know, get up out of your desk and walk. I know a lot of times we say, well, I can't leave my desk. I've got a lot of work to do. It's like even if you walk down the hallway and back, and act like you're going to the restroom if you have to. Walk down the stairs and come back up. And, you know, I'll do that at least three or four times a day. And I know sometimes theres I'm sure if you ask people, they think, man, he's always going somewhere important. Generally not. I'm just walking to get out of my chair and away from that environment for just a minute or two right
2: yeah I think you're right alright so for time's sake we got time for probably two more quick ones so what's uh, what's next on your list
1: uh, for me it was eating I eat a pretty strict schedule I eat every morning I leave for lunch every day at 11.30 I eat you know my goal is to eat you know before seven thirty seven 7 in the morning I eat it. I go to lunch at 11.30 every afternoon and I snack during the day I, I keep almonds in my desk, I have something healthy that I can eat in my, I carry a backpack most of the time, but I have a what a portable hard drive case that doesn't have a portable hard drive in it, in fact I'm not really <laughs> sure where the portable hard drive is anymore, but we don't really need them anymore with Dropbox and stuff like that, but I kept the case and I'll keep a couple of granola bars in there, and you got to be careful to get good granola bars, not stuff that's got all these other things in it, but just eat snacks during the day and before you go home, eat a snack of something like a granola bar and a handful of almonds. And then you're not as hungry when you get home. So All for right. me, it's keep that eating schedule pretty tight and eat the same things. And although I don't follow the paleo diet necessarily, I, I subscribe to the same theory. I want to know what it is that I'm eating. Do I, would I recognize it if I saw a picture of it, you know, like, like we were saying earlier you know, dextromethathon. I don't even know what that is, and I certainly wouldn't recognize it. But if my grandfather wouldn't have eaten it, then I try not to eat it. I try to eat some some basic things. Things without more than five ingredients, you know, simple stuff.
2: So so you're saying you've never been to a farm for red number three?
1: No. Not at all. There's.
2: I'm sure somebody's <laughs> growing it somewhere, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's that's good. And and that kind of goes with with my last one. And it's um the, the obvious or it should be obvious is just eating more vegetables and fruits. And if you can't stomach the the idea of eating four to six servings of vegetables and two to three of fruit, then don't. But for gosh sakes, eat more than what you are. Yeah. Um and and I think one thing with that that's that really kind of opened my eyes is I, I've heard people say that when you go grocery shopping Over 80% of your stuff, your food, really should come from the perimeter of the grocery store. And if you think about that's where your fruits and vegetables are, that's where your deli is, that's where your seafood-type area is, those are the things that you want most of your diet coming from – now, obviously, you got to venture into the middle of the store on occasion, but if you think about it, in the middle of the grocery store, what's there? Hamburger Helper, macaroni and cheese, cookies, crackers, all of the garbage. I mean, it's mostly garbage in the middle of the store. You should you should venture into that part, like uh, like you're trying not to wake up a bear or
1: something like that. Yeah, food, good food does not come in a box. You know, you're just not going to find really good, healthy food in a box. Now, there's food that says healthy because it's healthier than the probably the junk sitting next to it. But that didn't make it something you should eat. You want to be able to buy stuff that, that was at one time alive, either growing or walking or something. Right. It wasn't chemically altered into this whole universe thing. And I would also say if there's a farmer's market near you, go Mm -hmm. there now there's a huge push right now for everyone to eat kale and i'm telling you if you mixed kale with bacon and you know i don't know beer it it's still horrible you're never going to make kale taste good and i know there's somebody out there that loves kale and god bless you but i tried it a few different ways kale's from satan i don't like it but (laughs) Don't try to eat. I'm gonna eat all broccoli this week. That's all I'm gonna eat. That won't yeah. work. You'll you know. get burned out in about three days, and then you'll swear off vegetables altogether. Exactly. And then well, next well, thing you'll do is go to five guys and eat like three burgers and their right. fries. Well, and you know, and and one thing that
2: kind of turned me off on the whole vegetables thing was you hear so much trash being talked about. Well, make sure you don't eat too many potatoes and not corn and this, that, and the other. I get it. It's a starch. There's bad things that are going to happen to it. But you know what the alternative is for me? It's a cheeseburger. It's macaroni and cheese. It's cornbread. It's something else. If I'm going to eat terrible and make a mistake in my diet, I would rather at least be eating too many potatoes than saying, all right, well, forget all the vegetables altogether and go for the meatloaf or something like that.
1: Right. And, and it's important to to have a variety And that way you you don't just pigeonhole yourself into one thing. You can't eat broccoli all the time. You can't eat potatoes all the time. But also remember that you don't need to follow the latest fad diet. Just try to think, would my grandfather eat this? Then it's probably okay for you to eat it. And always remember that eggs were the worst thing in the world anybody could ever eat during the 90s. So was butter. Yeah, and now they've completely gone back on that and said all that other stuff that said, there's literally a product called I can't believe it's not butter. What is it? I don't know, it's just not butter. <laughs> well, don't eat that stuff. Eat butter. And yeah. eggs are now being promoted as very healthy. They've got a lot of really good health benefits. And right. for people who say, well, yeah, but they used to say they weren't good for you, but they also used to tell pregnant women to smoke cuz it was a good way to control your weight gain. So just (laughs) because the government said it or didn't say it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. Right.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, when it comes to diet, I think common sense should be pretty easy to go by. But we do, we get inundated with really bad advice from people that are looking to make money off of it. So um, all the stuff you hear today, we have not made a dime off of. (laughs) Absolutely. not yet um all right so so we'll go ahead and end that um a quote that i heard not too long ago that i thought was really good and i I kind of fell in this camp of thinking i could just eat whatever i wanted as long as i just go to the gym and just bust it and i never not only did i not really lose weight i didn't feel any better and basically said you can work out with a bad diet but you can't outwork a bad diet
1: and i think that's that's uh pretty true That's true, and you got to remember, too, a diet's not going to work. you got to make a lifestyle change. This is just how you eat and live right now. And and one of my favorite quotes, and I can't remember exactly who said it, but uh, it was in response to, you know, how come healthy food is so expensive? Rather than ask yourself that, ask yourself, why is cheap food so inexpensive? You know, unhealthy food is very inexpensive. That's why McDonald's has a dollar menu. Don't eat there.
2: Well, that's why you can look at you know people that are uh, you know stereotypically uh, in poverty, and people look at them. And they go, "Oh, they don't look like they've missed a meal." Well, they're not eating decent calories. They're eating garbage because that's what's cheaper. They're eating a bag of potato chips instead of a, a piece of fruit because it's cheaper to get the, the the chips than it was an apple and a banana for a snack.
1: And you see people in a third world country who are not overweight simply because they don't have access to that cheap, horrible food. They eat what they grow and what they kill. And right. you can be, you know, anti-hunting and guns, and it's not about that. It's about, you know, even if you're a vegetarian, eat what you grow. Eat what somebody else grew local near you. Don't right. eat a bunch of other stuff just because it's not meat.
2: Yep. And I think if we can get it in our head that food is fuel and nothing else we we would really do well. I use food as celebration, as uh, anything emotional. If I'm mad, if I had a bad day, if um, things went well, if things didn't go so well, I've got a a, a circumstance and a reason to indulge <laughs> in bad food for pretty much everything. So I think it was a, it a was Bobby Boucher on the Waterboy tacking fuel,
1: Tackling fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, is true. And if so, you went to a gas station and they were selling gas for fifty cents a gallon, you'd think okay something's up. something's wrong with that gas for them to sell it at 50 cents a gallon. You're certainly not going to put it in your very expensive car. So (laughs) why would you put, you know, bad fuel in your very expensive body that will cost you years and years and years to repair if you do that kind of stuff. Right. So, and we're not against really quick. We're not against pizza and hot dogs and chili dogs and stuff like that. And a beer every once in a while and all that kind of stuff. We're just saying make that a very limited amount of your diet, and everything else is generally pretty healthy, and you'll live much, much better. Right,
2: and and just to wrap up, I mean, everything we're talking about here was not necessarily about losing weight as much as it was feeling better having more energy to do the things in your life that you want to do. If you've got career ambition and things that you really want to take off in your career, chances are if you feel like garbage most of the time and you have no energy, you're probably never going to attain those things. If you want to be a great parent and be the guy that's out playing baseball with your kids and things like that, probably not going to do that very well if you don't take care of some of the things that we're talking about so hopefully uh these will be some some good things for you we'd love to hear from you um in the show notes will be our email address and uh i think that's it for today take care take care
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Rut. Be sure to head over to iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe to our show. Then share us with your family and friends. You can also check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 007. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap and myself...